and welcome to the next episode of the Cordex Digital Shipping Podcast. Today we are joined by Mr. James Ong, Director of M&A and Business Development at IMC Group here in Singapore. Welcome, James. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Before we get started with the questions, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do at IMC? Sure. Um, so my role at IMC, I look after all uh, M&A within the group, so any divestments, investments, okay, uh, and any of the subsidiaries, so from shipping to real estate to resources. Uh, Etc. Um, okay. So that's the first kind of role. I, I also look after the venture for uh, IMC. Okay. Uh, CBC is called IMC Ventures. So we're newly set up uh, just this year. Um, but we invest in maritime and uh, logistics startups. Okay. Excellent. So how do you see venture capitalists accelerating uh, the transition to a net zero carbon future? That's really, that's a very good question. You know, nowadays I think a lot of investors focus on ESG related uh, investments and naturally. Maritime is an industry that shouldn't be uh, overlooked because you know there's so much uh, greenhouse gas emissions coming out of the vessel side. Right? So uh, I think the VC world is uh, starting to look at investments which focus a bit more on clean tech, and it can come in the form of you know either IoT uh, devices which help you know manage the which help measure the greenhouse gas emissions, uh, or exactly like what Cortex is doing in terms of solutioning. Um, so I think you know when VC start to look at uh, investing, they shouldn't just focus you know on, uh, on uh, applications which are you know just pure maritime based, but also look at industries which uh, which which also have a, a ESG focus angle. Um, so that kind of adds to the the value add, not just to the maritime side, but also to the environment and social and governance aspects. Um, the second thing is that, you know when it comes to um, the, such investments, I think the CVC role plays a much more important role. Okay. Uh, because the CVCs don't just provide, you know, uh, uh, capital; they provide the infrastructure, the know-how, the people uh, to help uh, the startups kind of test bit different ideas. So I think you know when it comes to such implementation, the CVCs add additional value. Okay. Rather than just money. Okay. And that will help bring us to you know next stage. I think you know net zero is a is a is a, a long term goal. You know, I think we'll get there. In the next five to ten years, but you know, hopefully, you know, in the near future, in a couple of decades, maybe one two decades, we can reach that. And of that infrastructure they provide, what do you think is most critical or most useful? Um, so you know, it's not easy for startups to go and uh, you know go to a uh, say a ship owner and say, "I want to test bits of that idea." Right? Yes. Um, whereas for us at IMC Ventures, we're able to have that access direct to the asset owner because we own assets. Um, and we're able to help the startups, you know, navigate through that system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that's the kind of value add that we provide. Uh, that's number one, access to the asset, physical asset itself. Okay. Uh, second value add is access to uh, the know-how, so people on the ground. So sometimes the solution may be of a certain type, so you may provide, you know, A, B, C. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the operator will say, what about D, E, and F, right? Yes. Yeah, so you know, have uh, considered. Yeah, correct. So the kind of you know, back and forth solution additional value is what we offer as well. Excellent. Yeah. So as an investor, what sectors or subsectors in maritime are most interesting to you? Yeah, good question. So, you know, uh, uh, at MC Ventures, what we've done is at the beginning of the year, we we do a, a scour of the universe. Right? We figure out what technology is kind of changing the ecosystem. Um, so this year, uh, what we've done is we focus on several sectors. So one is Vessel optimization. Okay. So how do we better optimize the vessel uh, on several fronts? So one in terms of fuel efficiency, uh, and second in terms of uh, 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 route optimization. Okay. So is there a better route 
then you've got several different kind of fees that go into that. So it's weather, you know, it's port, uh, uh, capacity, uh, congestion. Um, so that's one in terms of performance. Number two, we look at uh, anything when it comes to uh, uh, green shipping. Okay. So green shipping could focus on several things. So one, it could be uh, fuels, alternative fuels. It could be looking at uh, uh, improving the, the or reducing the amount of fuel used. So once we want to do a vessel or underhaul cleaning, mm -hmm. uh, that's an example. Uh, we also uh, uh, look at greenhouse gas emissions. So that's one of the aspects that we are working with colleagues on. Yes. Uh, and that initiative actually is very important for us because it's not just from a um, uh, uh, do good in terms of ESG, but also in terms of reporting up to our own management. And subsequently nowadays, the financiers are also looking at uh, 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 this initiative a bit more closely decided in the steel, right? So um, these are the kind of uh, aspects that we're looking at. Uh, in addition to that, we also have been a bit more keen-eyed in looking at the wellness and well-being of our seafarers. Okay. Because nowadays, um, you know, especially with COVID, uh, the seafarers have been out at sea for longer periods. Uh, they feel exactly. a bit more stressed. Um, so we're working with uh, a couple of startups and then to first need to kind of measure or try to measure uh, the well-being of the seabirds. Okay, how, how are you measuring their well-being? But uh, so first we do a check. Uh, so actually, just this week we kind of concluded a survey. Okay. Um, uh, among uh, three hundred over seabirds. Oh wow! And then we're using these survey results to kind of benchmark ourselves against the seabirds well-being index. Okay. Which is actually a, a global kind of uh, uh, benchmarking. Um, and then we see how our seabirds are feeling against how. The entire base, yeah. Okay, and then we figure out, you know, uh, are there solutions out there in the market which help uh, improve the well-being in certain aspects? So there's a there's a startup we're talking to, which will, you know, they, the CBR can open an app, okay. you know, and then you know answer certain questions. Uh, as they answer the questions, it will kind of categorize them into the different levels of well-being or wellness they are feeling. So it's physical health and mental health. Yes, that's correct. Right. Yeah, focusing a bit more on the mental side. Of course. Yeah. Then once they are categorized into certain categories, then after that, the recommendation and we will kind of recommend them what kind of uh, mindfulness exercises they can do aboard the vessels. Okay. Um, so it, you know it, it's more than just you know uh, you know uh, greenhouse gas ESG. But it's, it's also touching down to the seafarers and all. Yeah, who operate the vessels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So moving on to a related question. How do you and your team at IMC plan to catalyze, uh, catalyze the pace of technology development within the maritime industry? Yeah, um, great question. So uh, we look at it from uh, several fronts. So one, um, uh, we look at it from the investment standpoint. So okay. um, we put money into startups. And naturally, the startups would then you know, hire tech developers to stack UI um, That's one. Um, but we don't believe in kind of uh, investing alone. So we like to work with uh, other like-minded investors. And they could be coming from the shipping background, the finance background, or you know, uh, even uh, other CBCs out there. So for us, it's more of a collaborative kind of nature. So we think that in order to catalyze investments into the maritime, sector, especially on the startup side, is by uh, working as a consortium uh, to help build up this industry. Okay. Uh, and then help bring in other uh, other venture capital firms which haven't really been focusing on the maritime technology sector yet. 
bubble like to do so. Uh, so that's one aspect. The second is um, there are other ways of looking at maritime tech, uh, and that's by investing in uh, ancillary maritime. Okay. So ancillary maritime could be something like a fintech company, uh, which hasn't really uh, looked at the maritime sector, mm-hmm. but could have a solution for the maritime sector. Absolutely. So we are working with one startup uh, based in Singapore, and they, and they already have reached a unicorn status. Oh wow! Uh, so, but their main solution actually is on the fintech space, where they do payments. Et yes. So we're actually looking to see how we can use that, uh, what the system that they already built to help the seafarers. So, for example, the seafarers, uh, they send a lot of money back home, yes. say Indonesia, India, China, etc. Uh, when they do so, they go to the banks, they get a normal FX rate, they get you know, different kinds of uh, uh, services, but they need to do it physically in the bank. Absolutely. It's quite troublesome. So this solutioning uh, helps them to do it through an e-wallet on their phone. Okay. Uh, they'll be issued a normal kind of uh, Visa or MasterCard. Okay. And they, can, they can then make payments very easily and they get the bank bits, which is very useful for uh, this person. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so this is like an ancillary maritime. Yeah, it may not touch directly as a maritime startup, but when these guys in the other industries start to come into the maritime sector, I think that's how the entire industry uh, operates. Okay. And so when you join other VCs and other investors to approach a startup, um, do you, how involved are you with helping them spend the money that you, you give them? Um, yeah, how, how do you work with them in that it's, sense? So before we put money with them, we ask them what's the use of VCs for. So okay. they will come on to this, you know, it's, it's uh, hiring talent, or buy hardware, or go to new go-to-market strategies in other countries. Uh, we make sure that they uh, they kind of segmented it properly. Okay. But when it comes down to the actual spending, you know, as VCs, we don't pay, you know, $100 going here, you know, $1,000. We don't we don't micromanage okay. because the, the the startup is the best person to kind of manage his own money. I mean, we as investors, you know, that's not our role. Yeah. We're not there to kind of look at the micro aspects. We're there more the macro, so we have value in different uh, aspects. Okay, yeah. excellent. Thanks. Yeah. As you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, you recently launched the VC arm of IMC Business. What has been your biggest learning curve throughout this process so far? Yeah. Um, so there's several challenges. I think. Um, uh, you know, when it comes to launching something new, especially a new business segment within the entire group, I think obviously yeah, first you need to uh, make a business case for it. Um, uh, for us at MC, I think it was very clear that you know we needed to look at technology uh, in a more concerted uh, way. Okay. And I think uh, so far in the last um, couple of months, I think we've done so. Uh, but of course, there's a lot more to do. Um, uh, so that's you know like first kind of initial uh, 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 challenges, but actually that was quite easy uh, kind of overcome because management on all levels was uh, very much focused on new technology. Um, then comes to the underlying right. So you know one of the greatest kind of hurdles was actually trying to implement new technology into the group. Okay. So when we find new technology, you know um, initially I started by you know approaching some of the business units to see. You know, can this technology be used? Um, I'm a finance guy, I'm not a shit uh, or maritime person. So I, you know, I, some of the lingo, some of the uh, operational aspects was hard for me to kind of convince uh, uh, the, the various business units. Um, so what we did was um, we actually created an innovation team with the IMC. Okay. So this innovation team is like a conduit between the startup and the business units. 
And the innovation teams uh, actually comprises of various people from ship management to ship operators to ship captains to technology guys. Uh, so these are all actually, uh, they help uh, funnel and go through the various kind of uh, solutioning and then know exactly where to pinpoint the different decisions. So by having them on board actually helped me a great deal because, you know, I thought some solutions can be implemented this way. Then after speaking to them, actually, they'll work out that way. Exactly. another way. Yes. And I, as a finance guy, I won't know. But when they come from a maritime background, they're able to tell me exactly, okay, this should be done in this way. Yeah. And that's how fast you know, we're able to do uh, proof of concepts, especially like with Collect, right? Um, if not without them, you know, I, I think this will be a much longer process. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's not a, a unique problem. I think IMC, there's a lot of new startups coming into the maritime space. And a lot of these people just don't have the seafarer experience. Um, but that's not been a deterrent. It's, it's nice to see different perspectives, whether it's from finance or from other yeah. industries, coming in and bringing some, some fresh blood to the maritime space. Yeah, So following COP26, do you think a path towards a zero carbon future is achievable without a rapid increase in R&D spending? Yeah, um, so I, I think uh, spending an R&D is definitely a given, um, especially if you want to achieve that zero uh, uh, outputs as well on the maritime side. Um, I think what needs more needs to be done is actually, uh, uh, even without COP26, whatever targets the governments are trying to set, I think corporate should be a bit more mindful uh, in setting their own internal targets. Uh, set aside COP26, set aside what the governments are trying to tell you uh, as, uh, as operators, and as good stewards um, and, and being operators of vessels, I think uh, all corporates should try and look for ways to kind of reduce uh, their footprint uh, without hard targets being set by governments. Uh, so that's one, and I think you know uh, there's several ways for these corporates to do so. One is to like put money in um, and develop solutions of their own, or work with startups, or work with you know other corporates. Uh, so I think it's, it's more than just um, what the governments are telling, but also what the corporate should be uh, focusing on themselves. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you very much for joining us today uh, for our second live podcast, I guess, in person. It was great to speak to you and hear your perspective on um, as a VC coming into your maritime space. And I know as a Cordex, look forward to working closer with you. Yes. Thanks um, for joining. Likewise. Thank right. you.